0: Greetings, everyone. We welcome you, those of you here in the sanctuary and those of you around the world. We welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh, we come today because this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad. In it, we begin with praise, and now we will go to Hope Carr, Minister of Music, Brother Darnell Carr, her wonderful husband, and we will
1: praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody! What a blessing it is to be in the house of the Lord one more time. What a blessing it is to be in the presence of the Lord one more time if you're able come on and stand up while we give god some praise how many know that god is great god great god there's nobody greater than our god oh we bless you bless you lord Glory and honor, dominion and power, now and forever. The Lord God omnipotent reigneth with power, forever with power. Greater than all, you are sovereign God. God, great God, worthy of honor and glory. We stand here in reverence, blessed in your presence jehovah forever and ever our god come on and let's bless the lord today glory and honor dominion and power now and forever the lord god omnipotent reigneth with power forever with power Greater than all, you are sovereign God. God, great God, worthy of honor and glory. We stand here in reverence, blessed in your presence, Jehovah. Forever and ever, our God. There's nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Greater than our God. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Nobody greater. Greater than our God. God great God. God great God. Jehovah. God great God. great God, Jehovah, God, great God, God, great God, forever. Come on and give God some praise this morning. He's truly great and worthy to be praised. Every day he grants us brand new mercies. We love you, Lord.
0: Thank you, Father, for another opportunity to come into your house and worship you. We ask you to be with us this morning. We rebuke the devil, and we thank you for your presence here this morning. Thank you for the lives that will be changed from watching this live stream, from the people that are here in the building today. Father, we just ask you to be with us. Let your presence rule and reign. Bless our pastor as she brings forth the word. And, Father, we'll just be so grateful to give you honor and glory. In Jesus' name we pray.
1: Amen. good. You've been so good. Lord, you are good. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. I can't praise you enough. Even if I tried cause you've been So good you've been, so good you've been, so good to me. Come on, let's love on the Lord. Lord, you are good. You've been so good, Lord you are good, you've been better than good, I can't praise you enough, I owe you my life, I owe you my life, I can't praise you enough, even if I tried cause you've been so good. Come on and think about the doors he's open. You've been so good. Yeah, you've been so good to me. Come on and lift your voice to the Lord. Lord, you are good. You've been so good. You've been so good. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. I can't praise you enough. Even if I try. So good, we love you, Lord. You've been so good, we love you, Lord. You've been so so good to me. Come on and think about it. So many doors you've opened. So many ways you made, so many times you've killed me. You've been better than good to me, so many doors you've opened, so many ways you made, so many times you've killed me. You've been better than good to me, so many doors, so many ways. So many ways. So many you so me. You've been better than good to me. Oh, you've been better than good to me. God. Lord, you've been better. Lord, you've been better. Oh, Lord, you've been better. Better than good to me. Lord, you've been. Better You've been so good. You've been so good to me. Now, if God has been good to you on this morning, come on and give him some praise. For the things that he's done for you. The things nobody else knows about. Those doors that only God could have opened. Those ways that only God could have made. Come on and bless the Lord this morning.
0: He's so good. You may be seated. He's so good. Shows up all the time. in the most unexpected ways. He's so good. He keeps us. He fills us. He uses us to his glory. He's just so good. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. So good. Beloved, come with us now. The ground has been laid to hear the word of God. We're going to Luke, the Gospel of Luke this morning. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 31. And if you're able, we invite you to stand wherever you are. You're able to stand out of reverence and respect for God's holy word. And listen now, listen, listen. For the word of the Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. What you'll eat, about your body, what you'll wear. For life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, the birds, they neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn. And yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And can any of you be worrying by worrying at a single hour to your span of life? If then you're not able to do so small a thing as that, why do you worry about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet, I tell you, even Solomon in all of his wisdom and glory was not clothed like one of these. But, but if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. How much more will he clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. And do not keep striving for what you are to eat and what you are to drink. And do not keep worrying. For it is the nations of the world that strive after all these things and your father knows that you need them. Instead, strive for his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated in the presence of God. Now I want you to pray with and for me. Oh God, as I come, Symbolically knee-bowed and body-bent before thy throne of grace. Please allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. For you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ, I pray. don't worry about it don't worry about it beloved in an article by Lisa Hedgers she says she says anxiety in America is at an all time high leading to a condition already named worry burnout she goes on to say, and I quote, since 2020, we've experienced an expanding and astonishing number of major events from marches for social justice to wildfires caused by climate change, a stock market crash, and insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, a supply chain crisis, record high inflation rates, and unstable housing market, the Russian-Ukraine war, and an ongoing pandemic. All of this means that people are just stressed out. And as a result, we're facing another type of pandemic called worry burnout. We're all only able to handle so much stress and emotional exhaustion before reaching a breaking point. And with so many new issues arising, COVID-19 precautions may be taking a back seat to all the new stressors in our lives. Enter worry, burnout. It's a feeling of being exhausted or overwhelmed by worry. The end of quote. Child of God, in our scripture lesson, we find the disciples who had given up everything to follow Jesus, we find them worried because they thought they didn't have enough. They had joined Jesus without a contract or guarantee. They were living totally by faith. And now remember, church, our faith in God is always tested. And we hear Jesus saying to them and to us, Jesus says, do not worry about your life. Beloved, in our everyday lives, we worry about the things we think we need to live. Some of you are worried about having enough food on the table. Groceries are through the roof. Some of you are worried about clothing for your children. School's starting. Some of you are worried about being evicted from your apartments or foreclosure on your home. Some of you are worried about your friends and your children and your family and your neighbors. We are just all giving into the feeling of worry in one way or another. Listen, listen. I can just hear people. You can feel it when you're out in public. You can just feel people just going like, what's going on? what's going on. So we must look at this thing seriously today because worry will kill us. Worry kills. Worry will make us sick. And so the question is, is there an answer to this worry condition that we find ourselves in? I'm so glad you asked. I'm so glad you asked because the answer is Oh yes, there's a cure and an answer to this thing we call worry. And the answer to worry is our relationship with God and God above all others. To cure worry, you have to be in a conscious and aware Knowing and being in God. Oh, child of God, the cure to worry lies with the ability we have in Jesus Christ to renew our minds. You know, we just think too much today, we overthink everything. The question is, we'd rather have than to be, we'd rather do than to be. <laughs> in Jesus Christ, we can renew our minds. We must receive and renew our relationship with Jesus, the Son of God, as our Lord and our Savior because that's the beginning of our cure. over Worry implies, hear this, worry implies that we don't quite trust that God is big enough, that God is powerful enough or loving enough to take care of what's happening in our lives today, we forget the awesome power of Almighty God. And one of the reasons for that is that today our focus is more on ourselves <laughs> than it is on God. Listen, if God can take the dust and make a human, if God can take nothing and make a world, if God can fill the stars, He can fling them to the foremost corners of the earth and construct the moon. If God can create the oceans and the fish and the sea, if God can make animals and plants and the sunshine to shine by day and the moon by night, I'm telling you, if God can pick up a handful of dirt and make a man, and then turn around and make a woman from a perfect man, I'm telling you, if God God can do all of that. And that's not all. That's just a little bit of what he can do. Oh, don't you know that God can provide food and clothing and the basic human needs that we have day in and day out. God, God, who has done great things for us, can surely be depended on to do lesser things. Lesser things. He's given us life. And therefore, we may cheerfully leave it to him to provide food for the support of that life and clothes for the defense of our body. Praise God for clothes. Thank you, Jesus. Can you imagine people walking? Oh, I don't even want to think about it. You know, when you get a certain age walking around, our clothes scares people. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. In our lesson, Jesus is preaching to his disciples, and he's preaching to his disciples today. Jesus preaches saying, therefore, I tell you, God, who provides for the inferior creatures may be depended on to provide for us humans. The Bible teaches us that we can trust God for food because he feeds the birds. They don't sow or reap and yet they fed. Now consider how much more valuable we are than birds. I don't know today. We are just dehumanizing human beings all the time. We can trust God for clothing. For he clothes the lilies and they don't labor or spin. And yet as the flower grows up, it appears wonderfully beautified. Oh, now if God has so clothed the flowers, how much more will he clothe you and me? We cannot have such little faith when it comes to an almighty, all-loving, all-caring God. Because God will provide our every need according to his riches in glory. Amen? The Bible says, I once was young and now I'm old and I've never seen the righteous forsaken, or his seed of begging bread. If you don't believe it, look at a Christian today. We healthy as healthy can get. We are fed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Listen to me today. When we really believe, when we believe that God is both willing and able to take care of us, then we won't worry because we know That not only is God able, but God keeps his promises. Pick up the Bible for yourself and, and read what God says. Listen to a preacher preach the Word of God. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 through 7, do not be anxious, don't be worried about anything. But in Everything, everything, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything by prayer. Don't worry, pray. Yes. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Don't worry, be thankful. Let your request be known to God. And the, oh, people just don't. You know, the peace yes. of God, which surpasses all understanding. You know, when God gives you peace, it's in the midst of trouble. (laughs) When God gives you peace, it's when you didn't cry your tears out. When God gives you peace, it's when you're worrying about something more than ever. And people know what you're going through and they can't quite understand where the peace comes from. Remember now, the foundation for believing God is to know what he says in his word. Proverbs 12, 25 says, anxiety, worry in a person's heart, weighs them down. That's why some people are just so mean today. That's why you pass by people, they don't even see you today. They don't even acknowledge that you're a human being on the face of the earth. Oh, the heart. That's why they can't love, because their hearts are down. Heart weighs down, but a good word, the Bible says, makes them glad. Who's got a good word for somebody today? A good word makes people glad. God says that he has plans for us, and their plans to prosper us and not to harm us, they're Plans to give us a future with hope. I will not worry today because I am a child of the king. And the only way, beloved, that you will be able not to worry today is to be a child of the king. Beloved, the word of God teaches us today that our worries are just fruitless. Worry produces nothing, nothing. It's, it is insignificant when it comes to solving our problems. Has worrying about it ever solved it? Worrying doesn't take away tomorrow's troubles. Worry takes away today's peace. Worry will not give, our, give us our wishes. Worry just stops us from resting. Worry stops us from experiencing a peace Of mine. Remember today. Is the tomorrow. You worried about yesterday. Stop worrying. Don't worry about it. Pray about it. And so in our scripture lesson. Verse 25. Jesus asked. And can any of you by worrying. Add a single hour to your span of life. In other words. In other words. We have a Extremely limited power in comparison to God who has all power. Why would we go to people before we go to God? Why? Why you want to call up your friend about your problems? Who got their own problems? Before you talk to the solver of problems. In other words, we have extremely limited power now. We worry about things that we have no power over. It just doesn't make sense to me. The things that I worry about don't make sense to me sometimes. People worry about things they can't control. Why you want to be another color? That don't make sense. When God looked at you after creating you and said, that's good. Now, I look at my body and I say, Now, Lord, we got to lose a few pounds. But you know, I ain't that worried about it, right? Because I keep eating. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. God say you're in good health. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just buy another size and stop trying to get into them. <laughs> I'm giving you a chance, girl, to do some shopping. Stop worrying about it. Go upper size. That's a new wardrobe right there. We worry about things that are gone. Girl, the man been gone so long, not only is he gone, he dead. And you're still talking about him. He gone. He got another woman and 10 kids. You're still worried about when he left you? That's good because sometimes people leave you because God knows more about them than you do. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because most of the things that we do worry about never happen. Have you ever had somebody on your job upset you and then they call a meeting, but you that night you say, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get him. And d- then your mind will be going, and this is what I'm gonna say. And then you go on and you practice and you're ready for them. They call in sick. You didn't you wasted your time and your energy talking about, I'm gonna get them. They didn't even show up. <sighs> Most of the things we worry about never happen anyway. The Bible says, Above all things, guard your heart. Guard your heart. That's why God says love him with all of your heart. Because where faith in God should live is in your heart. Worry and faith, they're not friends. They don't share no rooms together. And they sure don't sleep in the bed together. Faith and love, faith and love should live in your heart, not worry. And then to add to all this stuff, people want the things of the world. They think the things of the world will please them. Now, it's not a bad thing to have things, but if you keep wanting things, it's just extremely unbecoming of a Christian to want the things of this world. Even necessary things. (laughs) Verses. In our word. Verse 29 through 30 says. Do not set your heart. On what you will eat or drink. Do not. Find yourselves. With perplexing cares. Let not the disciples of Jesus. Seek their food. But ask it from God. Day by day. Let not. Us. We don't worry about it. We must not be blown here and there by every wind. Wait, let, us, let us be even and steady and have our hearts fixed on Jesus. Because with our heart is on Jesus, we won't live in worry and suspense. We'll not let our minds be continually perplexed between hope and fear. Because we have to remember, we are the children of, of God. We need to pray for balance. You know, we're just not balanced anymore. We just kind of get, you know, we just do stuff and that's where we stay. You need some balance. Get out the house sometimes. If you're in the city all the time, you know, go to the forest. I tell you that, but I'm so scared of bugs. You know, the devil be. God, no, I want to go to the forest because I know that nature heals. So right now, I'm praying to God, God, in the name of Jesus, I destroy any fears of the world that you created that heals. It heals You know, we've never been in the house like we've been in the house these last 50 years, just staying in the house and dealing with with things. Don't you remember how the old folks used to say, go out and play? It was healthy. Go out and play. The coronavirus don't even like nature. Go out. We, We must change the way we think. You see, if we worry about things all the time, it's going to make us like the children of this world. Because worldly people worry about things because they don't know the Lord. Worldly people worry about outward appearance because they are not clothed with the Holy Ghost. My mother would say, don't let the clothes wear you, Lydia. <laughs> don't let the clothes wear you. You wear the clothes. In other words, no matter what I wear on my body, it is the Holy Spirit within me that will make the clothes. Worldly people must have things to show just how important they are because they don't belong to the Lord. Worldly people need things to determine who they are. Worldly people like to keep up with the Joneses. Worldly people don't know that there is something more important than things, however... That's not how we act. You know, we're supposed to be different, and we're supposed to know we're different, and we're supposed to glorify the Lord and our difference. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. We are a people filled with gratitude to God for all that we have. We walk in gratitude. We we talk in gratitude. We live gratefully unto the Lord. Be thankful. For what you have and what God's doing for you every day. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Don't worry about it. Pray about it and be grateful. Yeah. Oh, beloved child of God to conquer, worry, we must take comfort in his word today. The word asks, since he did not spare even his own son. See, Jesus is saying, y'all don't even have common sense anymore. Since he didn't spare even his own son, he gave his son for us. He gave him up for us. Now, if he did that, wouldn't he also surely give us everything else? Yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. But take note of this, take note of this. God's pleasures and our treasures must go together. We must look at earth from heaven's point of view and make sure that we put God's kingdom first in everything. The main question is, where is your heart? Do you even ever think about your heart? See, we are not balanced. We are in a world that glorifies the mind. But where is your heart? If our hearts are fixed on the transient things in life, then we will always worry. But if we are focused, I said focused on the eternal, everlasting things, then God's peace will guard our hearts, our soul, and our minds. We got to really realize that this world is not our home. We're we just passing through. Now, the way we pass through determines where we will have a home for eternity. It's not wrong to own things. Let me just put that out there. Listen, because somebody, let, let me just say it's not wrong to own things as long as things don't own us. You know, when you can go to the mall and not come to church, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, when things, I'm talking about things. When you like to show off your things to impress people, I'm talking about things, I'm talking about things. I can remember one time in, at St. Luke when the preacher said he said you know I look out and I see all these fine cars. I see all these fine cars. I look at thousands of people and y'all just look so good. You're just all dressed up and everything and then when the finance committee uh, puts under my door what the offering was I wonder <laughs> I wonder where are the rich people now? Where are the people with money now? It's look like a Pope people's offering. I used to go to church, you know, on first Sunday, it'd be packed out. People be there from everywhere. The finance chair would say, you know, Pastor, this is going to be our lowest Sunday in the offering. I think that's sad. Lord have mercy. Treat God better than a pack of cigarettes and a case of beer. Anyway, listen, it's not wrong to own things. We are thankful about what we have. You can have more. God said, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Don't worry about it. God will provide. Let go. And let God, beloved, when you find yourself worrying about the things and situations and circumstances in life, stop it. Stop worrying about it and start asking yourself, how much have I prayed about the things that worry me? Because no one can pray and worry at the same time. When we worry, we're not praying. When we pray, we're not worrying. Remember that. So therefore, just stop worrying and give our life to Jesus and let us live by faith in God's word. The word says, be anxious for nothing. In conclusion, know this. Oh, my dear ones, my dear ones, you know what? Our feelings are universal, and everybody has feelings. Everybody has feelings. But you have to understand that you don't have to let your feelings control you. Because feelings come from thoughts. So even though we can't stop our feelings, We can change our way of thinking. And that's what God wants us to do. Philippians 2 and 5, Christians are told, let this mind be in you that we also have in Christ Jesus. In Philippians 4 and 8, Christians are told to finally keep your mind on these things. That's what I love about the word. There's nothing in it that the word doesn't talk about. Nothing. Any answers you want. God says, you know what, you little children, I'm going to even tell you what you ought to be thinking about. He said, keep your minds on these, whatever is true. Whatever is pure. Whatever is right. Whatever is holy. Whatever is friendly and proper. Think on these things and do not even stop thinking about what's truly worthwhile, and truly worthy of praise. And follow the example of Jesus Christ who gives peace that replaces worry and he will be with you. In Colossians 3 and 2, we're told to set our mind on things above, not on things of the earth. And we believe, we believe in God's word. The other day somebody was walking around doing a podcast. I don't know it was TikTok or something. People don't even know what I'm talking about. Look. I try to keep up. And he's walking around asking people this question. He said, can you, can you recite one Bible verse from the Bible? They said, no. He asked about 20 people. Can you recite one verse from the Bible? Let me tell you how out of it we are. You know, when I was growing up, if somebody asked you that, you'd say, yes. What is it? Jesus wept. At least. At least they knew that. Nobody could give him
1: one verse from the
0: Bible. But I want you to just know, child of God, That you know, that you know, that you know. In fact, Jesus, repeat. I want you to repeat before Jesus and the angels and the ancestors. Just repeat this after me. Repeat this, everybody. God took care of me yesterday. God is taking care of me today. And God will take care of me tomorrow. Therefore, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to let go and let God have his way. Glory to God, child of God. Don't worry about it. Let God take it. You need to start singing some songs. As you know, I love music. And I love music with words because I love words. You got to hear some words. Some words that give a real message. There used to be a song we would sing back in the day. You might remember it. It says, I I don't know about tomorrow. Me, I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from the sunshine for its skies may turn Gray. I, I don't worry or the future for I know that I know that I know what Jesus said and today I'll walk beside him for he knows what lies ahead. Oh many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand But I know who holds tomorrow and I know who holds my hand. You got to know that God will never leave you or forsake you. You've got to know that God will provide your every need. You've got to know that God has all the power in the world to do whatever you need done. You need to know who holds your hand. Oh, give the Lord a hand, praise. Give the Lord a hand, praise. Oh, glory. Glory to God.
1: Jesus said, here I stand, won't you please let me in, and you said, I will. Choose the Lord today, today, today. For, tomorrow. for tomorrow, very well, too very late, well. maybe too late. And I'm gonna tell you, you need
0: him now, you need him now, you need him today.
1: So that Jesus said, Walk into tomorrow, here I stand. With won't faith. you please you walk into take tomorrow. my hand with power? And you that said, only comes from God. I will. Tomorrow. Don't wait.
0: The world is crazy. Jesus Don't burn said, out. And the only one I who can he stop you is Jesus Christ, the son of all almighty feet. God. And Don't said, ignore it. Not today. I know, Not with all this stuff going on. Tomorrow. You can't
1: make it without him. I'm telling you, you can't make it without me. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll give my life. Tomorrow, i my life tomorrow. I thought about but today. you gotta think about it today. Oh, but Hallelujah, it's so much easier, it's easier to say. say. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow is not promised. It's not promised. Come on and choose Choose the Lord Lord today. today. Hallelujah. For tomorrow. tomorrow, Very well well might be
0: too late. late. The doors of of God's church are open to you today. So that you can walk with God for the rest of your life. Oh, just look at the world. Look at what's happening. God is speaking loudly
1: and clearly.
0: God is saying, you need me now. Oh, I don't need you, but you need me now. And I want you to come. Come in any way possible and give your life to the Lord. So that you can have peace that passes all understanding and a faith in God that will lift you up and carry you every single day. Oh, let it go, let it go, let it go. And let God have his way. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. For those of you who are listening and watching, and those of you who are here, I know that God is doing a new thing today. I perceive it. Church may never be the way it used to be, but it doesn't have to be. Because God's presence is everywhere. You sleeping in your car, you need to get on the iPhone and go to worship. You waiting on the bus stop. Listening to some mess. When you could be in worship. God wants us and he's provided every way. For us to hear his word. Every way. Every way. I don't discount anyway. Find a way. To be fed.
1: The word. Of God.
0: So that you don't have to worry. About it. And so. As we end. This worship at this time, we thank God that you can tune in any time of day. See what God's doing? People used to think it was just one time. God's just opened the windows of heaven. He's opened the doors. Look for him. Find him. And glorify. No excuses today. No excuses. No excuses. Find God. And if you have an offering today, we invite you to give. The word of God says it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. The word of God said bring your tithes to the storehouse. Oh, and miracles happen when you're obedient. God's word. Miracles happen. Miracles happen. So we invite the people here to stand and we invite everybody to receive the benediction of God's worship service today. I pray, beloved, that all of you will be so refreshed and so renewed and so committed to God's word that you don't have to be worried about anything worldly because you know that you know that you know that the Lord will make a way somehow. Oh, he may not come when you want him, but you know that you know that you know that God is
1: always,
0: always on time. Bask in God's word. And as you leave this place, leave in peace, joy, and love. And as you go, remember, don't worry about it. Pray about it in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let the church say, Amen. Hallelujah.